This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast. Hello. What, what is your name? My name is Shay McCafferty. All right. And what is your primary role in the line dance community? I go to events and I love learning the dances and just dancing with everyone and I just started choreographing. Choreographing. Let's jump right into that. Tell me about World Dance Masters this year. World Dance Masters was absolutely unreal. Mm. So I decided about a month before the event to try and choreograph a dance and compete with it. Figured it wouldn't be as intimidating where I didn't know as many people. I could just go out there and try it and see what it was like, see if I enjoyed it, and then consider maybe doing it in the U.S. And I ended up winning. So that was very, very exciting. It's a completely different setup over there. They have country and non-country, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. So they have a winner from each category, and then each category goes up and competes for the finals. And then I won the finals. With what so, dance? With Up In Here. Mm-hmm. What song is that set to? And it by is, whom? Uh, Five After Midnight is mm-hmm. the band, and the song is called Up In Here. Okay. And uh, how did you how did you create that dance? I, I've seen elements of it, and uh, I, mean, I, I learned it from uh, Brenda Chateau in Sebastopol. I guess she taught it in Novato. And I, it hits really well. It covers a lot of walls. Uh, it's got different sections that are very distinct from each other. How did you put that together? Uh, it took me about a month. I definitely kept going back and forth and changing what I thought I wanted and then dancing it and going, well, this doesn't fit as well as I want it to because I'm a perfectionist. If I'm going to do something, I want it to be perfect. So I kept going back and going, well, this isn't going to hit. And then I would change something. And then when that changed, it would result in a new change having to happen because it was no longer going in the direction that I originally was going, so then you had to readjust it and find new steps to create it back into what you wanted it to be. So it took a lot of patience, a lot of screaming, <laughs> just trying to calm myself down and get focused and make it happen. And it finally came together and then just kept practicing and practice teaching it to a few friends so I could be prepared on the off chance because at World Dance Masters, if you win, You have to teach it the next day, and I have never taught before, so that was my first teaching experience. So I practiced teaching it to friends to kind of get a feel of how to do that, how to call it, and all of that, and then got their input and found where they thought something was tricky in order to figure out how to explain it to make it flow better for people. Because for me, obviously, it flew perfect because I wrote it, so I knew what I wanted my body to do. But when you're learning, you need to kind of be like, why am I going this way? But then I'm going this way. And then you learn, oh, if you just do like a prep, your body wants to go the other way now. Mm -hmm. Just kind of all just came together. And then it happened. When you say you explained it to your friends, are these friends in the line dance world as well? Yes. Where where are you based? And who are your friends? (laughs) I am based in Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of the younger bar dancers starting to do events in Florida. They go to Jennifer Cameron's events, Fun in the Sun, and the Florida Line Dance Classic. So both of those are in Orlando, so it's easy for them to go to. So they're starting to get into the line dance community. A few of them are starting to, you know, venture out of state and see that it's more than just Florida. Because that's just the safety net of where you're from and what you know. So a few of them came over and learned it. And then at World Dance Masters, I had 
four amazing people dance with me in competition. So I taught them each individually as well, just to get practice. Now, you have some notable choreographers down in that area as well. Yes. Uh, what would you say your relationship is with those that, um, that you know? Um, well, Rachel is obviously just an absolute inspiration. She is wonderful, and she's definitely been an amazing mentor and just an absolute fabulous person. Um, I help her out with her shirts and lip scents and whatnot but outside of that she's someone that you can go to get advice and she just wants to see you succeed so she pushes you to be the best you can be which is what we need so it's awesome she's definitely someone I look up to and admire a great deal she's probably who I'm closest to and then yeah when did you get into line dance? How did you get into line dance? Um, I started dancing about three and a half years ago on the circuit. Um, before, I was just another bar dancer that went to the country bars on, you know, Friday, Saturday, Thursday nights with everyone. And when I was there, I met a few people that already had done events. It's when I met Trevor Thornton. So he was one of the people that kind of brought me into it. And one weekend, I had a weekend off of work, and I'm a server, so it's very rare to be able to get weekends off. And I had a Saturday off, and I messaged my friend to see what she was doing, and she was going to the Experience, Diane and Sandy's event, which was being held in Orlando. And she said that you could do a day pass if I wanted to go, and I was like, absolutely. Had no idea what I was getting into. So I went for this workshop, and I just sat there, and I knew absolutely nothing. I knew bar dances, Mm -hmm. but I just watched, and I loved how every song had its own dance. I just was absolutely amazed. I loved meeting people from all over the world and just seeing how dance brought them together. I'll never forget, my first workshop was Round and Round from Guyton Monday, and I just was so lost. It was something like I never had seen before, I'd never done before. I just was so confused but I absolutely loved it I was too intimidated to do any more workshops but I watched a few and I remember seeing Simon do all of me which I just thought was beautiful and I was intimidated and I thought I could never do that so it was my first time going and then went back for the nighttime and just watched everyone having a blast and Rachel came up to me and this is the first time I actually met Rachel And she had a local class and invited me to go to the class and kind of get immersed into the dance world. And then Jennifer Cameron was there and talked about an event in Boston. And I'm from Boston, so I was like, ooh, perfect excuse to go visit my family and dance. So I went and I was hooked instantly. I, within the year, had met Diane and Sandy and started doing their class in Orlando. And I just started learning more and more dances and going to more and more events and just fell in love with it. Love getting lost in the music and just dancing and how there's not a care in the world. Doesn't matter, you're just in the moment, on the dance floor, lost in a song with people that you only can see sometimes maybe once or twice a year internationally, but when you see them, it's as if no time has passed and it's just such a unique thing that people outside of the dance community don't get. They just 
they don't understand it, but to be immersed in it has been probably one of like the best things that's happened to me in my life. It's amazing. Definitely. So. Where do you see yourself in this life in say five years or so? Where would you uh, want to be? I don't know where I see myself, but I would definitely like to be, you know, choreographing more dances and maybe being invited to teach and be able to show people, you know, what I envision and what I like and, you know, just be able to share my love of dance with them and hope that maybe someone that is coming up can see that if you put your mind to it and you really want it, that you can get it. And it's really exciting because everyone has to start somewhere and competitions are amazing because it gives people the chance to showcase what they got and then you have people come up to you and say how much they liked your dance and how fun they how much fun they have or it meant so much to me and this and that and it's just crazy seeing something you created bring joy to other people and that that's really the best feeling of it all for the let's say um, instructors that you look up to the most the people who have like really fun lessons or uh, keep people engaged and, and uh, listening and make them feel like they really achieve something there are little things little little tricks and habits and and, um, and strategies they have for doing that are there any that you especially like from any any instructors that you've seen that you would like to implement on your own or are there any other things that you see yourself working on and incorporating to make yourself that kind of instructor at one of these events Yes, I definitely need to get more comfortable in front of people because that's very intimidating when you're standing on a stage and people are just staring at you and it's overwhelming. So definitely the comfort zone. But it's it's great when you go to workshops and you just see involving everyone and making sure everyone gets it. And if someone looks intimidated, like they don't want to say they don't get it because they don't want to slow the class down, certain people will notice that person doesn't really want to say it and they'll go one more time for me when it's really probably not for them but that person doesn't feel like they're being called out which is very good you know it makes them feel more comfortable on the dance floor because when someone's new they could be new they could just be struggling in the moment whatever it may be they don't want the attention brought to them because then everyone's going to kind of stare at them and then they may get uncomfortable and embarrassed and I really like when people don't call someone out on it and just help. And then you'll see people on the floor notice someone struggling, and if they get it, they'll go, oh, it's like this, you do this. And it's very nice seeing other dancers help other dancers as well. So it definitely, I feel like working on my comfort level of being in front of people would be the biggest start into being able to improve and find those little niches that everyone has got that they probably figured out along the way as well. Are there any instructors that you find yourself coming back to when, when you look at all the dances you know? Is there any name that keeps popping up? Maybe that you're not even aware of at the moment, but just, you know, if, if you think about it, like, oh, wow, I know, like, a lot of theirs. It definitely starts with Rachel, yeah. <laughs> and it definitely works because her workshops, obviously, and right. she's local, and... She's basically who got me started, so I definitely always enjoy going to her workshops and will miss going to hers now that she's slowing down. Um, but other than that, definitely, now that I'm thinking about it, I definitely would say probably Joey Warren mm -hmm. and then Fred Whitehouse and Shane McKeever. Mm -hmm. I 
tend to go towards them. If you were in, say, like a comfort zone of dances that you find are very easy for you, and then like a little little outside of that comfort zone um, genre, what is a a field of dance that you have yet to broach? Now, for me, it, waltzes took forever to even try them. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that uh, still gives you the, maybe the hesitation of, do I want to learn this? Um, Can I handle it? I definitely was intimidated by waltzes and nightclubs at first, and then found to enjoy them much more. And as much as I love the fun and funky stuff, I feel like that is what may intimidate me the most. Really? Just because of the mere fact of you watch someone like Shane do a step and then you do it and you're like I'd look nothing like that (laughs) (laughs) so to me that's the most intimidating trying to bring the funkiness out and feeling comfortable of just not caring and just having fun with it versus am I even doing this right do I look stupid because you just I tend to overthink of do I look ridiculous trying to be this funky hip hoppy person when I'm not I, I have no hip-hop background. I have nothing like that. So to me, that's probably the most intimidating. But it's also the most fun when you get it. I'll never forget Whip It. Oh, I the that. first time I tried to do the whip, my roommate just laughed at me. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get it. But when I finally got it, I finally felt comfortable doing it. But for the longest time, I wouldn't do the hands part of it because I just felt like I looked ridiculous. But once I got... Maybe three months of practicing I didn't feel as ridiculous but to me it was intimidating so I'm just like I don't know how to whip it <laughs> yeah like as somebody who came out of the country bars myself like I didn't know we were allowed to use hands right besides for clapping so that was definitely a, a, a weird feeling for me as well yeah. hands are definitely my struggle I struggle to use my hands as I'm trying to move my feet and get my brain to do both so that's definitely the hardest and most intimidating to me it's fun, though, once you get it, but getting it is very hard. Yeah. I think I've learned the hands for gyrate like 500 times, and I still couldn't tell you what they are. Yeah. It's just one of those things that's so fun, but exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. Everywhere. Hands are everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just smile and go, I think it's like this. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, it's funny, because like, even as, uh, as skilled as Rachel is, I, I've seen videos like at, um, I think it was Fun in the Sun, where... She's trying to follow it too. Like yeah. she has, she has videos up where she's leading it. She's teaching it and talking through all the hands. Yeah. And then there she is, like looking to her left and her right, because you know these things. If you don't keep them in your head, they're just so tricky. Like they they're are. not natural movements. Exactly. But you got to fight for them, and then once you have them, you feel really good about it. Yes. For people who want to track your progress and, and, and see where you go and maybe ask questions or provide advice or anything like that, how would people get in contact with you? Uh, they can either email me. Uh, emails are on my step sheets that I'll be posting. And then Facebook as well. What is your email address if you were to spell that out? Um, M-S-H-E-A-529 at gmail.com. If you could send out a message to everyone in the line dance community, or instructors, choreographers, dancers, DJs, uh, event managers, what is something that you'd like to share out there with everyone? Uh, whether it's something for them to think about, something that they can do today, 
something maybe they could consider you know changing so that you know the whole scene is better anything like that anything you want to put out there I would just say keep doing what makes you happy and enjoy your passion because everyone just goes to work goes home does family and that's great but having a passion and something that drives you and makes you happy and gives you something to look forward to is the best part about life having a passion and if dance is your passion keep going with it enjoy it and don't let anyone stop you all right well one final question what dance would you recommend everyone go out and learn right now my favorite dance right now is she used to be mine oh. rachel and caroline's dance it emotions. just exactly the emotions that song is just amazing the steps you just absolutely get lost in the lyrics and the dance and it was just perfectly done all right well thank you very much for sitting down and, and chatting line dance with me thank you for having me until next time we'll see you on the dance floor you as well